All right, and welcome to all of our degenerate listeners. How are you scoundrels doing today? This is Sunday Poor. We're back here for episode uh, six-ish or so. Uh, yeah, at some point I got to stop counting. I got to stop doing that bullshit. You know, it's just a number. It's just a number to keep track of shit. Um, we don't need to do that. There's no, there's no, we don't, we don't score any points for going six, seven, eight, ten, a hundred, a hundred and fifty, whatever. Uh, this is Ant. I'm here with my cousin Ant. Uh, how you doing tonight, Ant? All right, doing just fine. Uh, sitting here with, well, usually you ask me, but I'll get right into it. I'm sitting, I'm sitting here with a glass of wine right now. Oh, Monte Pucciana. I mean, I was concerned about how you're doing, how your well-being was. That's what I just wanted, I just wanted to ask you how you were. No, right, okay. to the, right to the business. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, that's what I, that's, that was just a nice way to get to what I really wanted to know. <laughs> yeah, I, you just, know what? I opened a bottle of wine last night for dinner, and uh, I had one glass. That's it. And I was like, you know what? Let's just keep it going. Let's, like, turn, you know, see how long we can keep it going, just having, like, a glass a night, which will probably last until tomorrow when I have, like, until 12 of whatever. It's going to last until the 35-minute mark of the show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, oh, this is all gone. Yeah, you know, they always say, like, a glass of wine at night's good for your heart. You know, they, yeah. don't, they don't factor in, like, all the binge drinking on the weekend, though, I don't think. <laughs> no, I don't think. I think that means you have to have three glasses of wine a night to counteract all the binge drinking. Oh, good. that's a good point. Right, yeah. Um, I got, uh, actually, I got, oh, I got wild turkey on the rocks. I got a little bit of a Hunter Thompson mood. Uh, next, a week, a week from tonight actually marks the 15th anniversary of his uh, suicide. And uh, oh, okay, yeah, it makes sense. And then for for beer, I got a uh, little German German Hefe Weizen ale, and it's called uh, Schneider Weiss. Schneider Weiss, I guess. It was from 1872, so it's going back a ways. Pick this one up. You know, it's hard to find. I didn't like the place I went to a couple weeks ago. They had like a lot of solo beers. Mm-hmm. It's hard to find a place with all these solo beers. You know, who ha- I may have mentioned this on the show. Could have been last week, for all I know. But you mm-hmm. know who does the solo beers is uh, Big Y. Oh, really? No, you didn't mention that. Um, they do. Yeah, they do. They, and it's all like craft beers. It's not like the domestics. It's all craft beers, and you could build your own six pack. I think. I was actually oh, thinking about. Sweet. Yeah, I was thinking about doing that one. Uh, Next time I'm in there, just to have in the fridge for the show, a little variety. Because I, I prefer to just try one of, you know, instead of buying a whole six pack. Yeah, that's uh, a little variety if, pack. If, if, if it sucks, I mean, I have so many solo beers. You were here with me that time. We just had to get rid of all of them. We did the taste test, oh, which, yeah. by the way, is an, an incredible way to spend an, like a quick, I don't know, 25 minutes yeah. in an afternoon. And where we just kind of, we, we took the beers and we, we each, poured them into unmarked or the marked cups, like one through four or whatever. And then we took guesses at to which was which based on a label to see how we would, to see how we would do. And we've done it. Fun. Yeah. We've done it like two or three times and nobody has come close to going four for four. No, I, I think, I think half, I think two, two and two. It's the closest we ever. Hey, I'm on time. record as saying I'm a professional drinker, but I'm far from an expert drinker. <laughs> okay. There's a big difference. <laughs> There's a big difference, man. I love bourbon. I could drink it all day, but I'm not going to tell you what is what. All right. So this uh, this Schneider Vice, look, I look. It looks like Flint, Michigan's water. I'm not sure exactly. Oh. I'm not sure if that's the right color for it, but uh, let's see how I do. All right. And, and I got I got the German beer because we were talking about uh, 
well, we're talking about beer league, but when I think about beer league, I think about beer fest, and you know, they, everything's a German beer and beer fest. So <laughs> it's quite a like, stretch. Oh, I'll give this, I'll give this one a shot. <laughs> How's it a stretch from beer league to beer fest? Well, no, it's just I don't know. It sounds like you were just in the mood for a German pilsner, <laughs> or what is it? It's not even a pilsner. It's a Heifenweizen. This is an ale. Yeah, hyphenweisen. Yeah, German hyphenweisen. Did you know what that is? What a hyphenweisen is? Yeah, you said it like you know what it is. Yeah, it's there's one at Two Rows that I like. It's like a summer oh, beer. Right. It's like it's kind just... of on the. It's like banana flavored. Ah, oh, for fuck's sake! All yeah, right, it's, this... it, you, got, uh, you just got to try see. it. It's not bad actually. All right, let's see. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Uh yeah, a little hint of banana. <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah, banana. It's the yeast. It's banana yeast. I think the world famous original wheat beer from Bavaria's oldest wheat beer brewery. Yeah, it's not bad. Probably was it like a five six percent? Yeah, five five point four. Yeah, oh, right on the dot. I know, <laughs> I know my hyphen wise. Wow, you just you just called yourself a non-expert, and then you nailed the thing. You can't talk about hyphen. I was just lulling the audience. The... I was lulling the audience to sleep. Yeah, now everybody's so fucking impressed. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so what's going on? Yeah. Not too much. There was something <clears throat> happened yesterday. Oh, it, no, nothing too, nothing too major. But I just, I, as soon as it happened, I was like, yeah, I may as well mention this on the show. I was debating it, but then today I was like, yeah, get into it a little bit. All right. So I was leaving my office right, and yesterday it's pouring after work about five o'clock. It was not pour, it was raining. Yep. Okay. And this lady came around the corner. All right, and she was wheeling something. You ever see these people? They wheel. Uh, they have all their shit in something. And they're wheeling it behind them. I don't know what it's called. A basket with wheels. Yeah, like yeah, exactly, something like that. It's big. It's big in the city. It's big, like in Brooklyn. Like yeah, it's big in New Haven time, yeah. with like uh, homeless-looking people too. Oh, okay, that's okay. Well, that's a different story. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so she turns the corner. All right, mm-hmm. and she has enough time where she 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 sees that I'm coming towards her. Mm-hmm. And she's like covering her mouth. I don't know if she's worried about coronavirus or whatever, but I could tell she's visibly covering her mouth. It's like a sweater or something, sweatshirt. Okay. And this lady has, you can just tell as we get closer and we're, you know, about to cross paths, she has no, she has no idea about her surroundings. So I'm like, yeah, this okay. lady's about to run me over. Literally about to run me over. So I, no. <laughs> So what I do, I don't even break a sweat. I did a little sidestep, but what I did is I got to stand up and I got to stand up. Remember what I did? I like pivoted my body backwards on one foot. Does that make sense? Like with, so my, had... with my left, with my left foot in the air. <laughs> Wait, you had a leg in the air? Yeah, but like a little bit off the ground. I just I I pivoted my body. Towards the, so uh, I turned plant, it to the left. You planted your right foot. Planted my right foot. And you pivoted to your left with your leg in the air? No, no, no. Like I turned. Like I turned. Think of it like a okay. sidestep. Okay. All right. I just did a turn job. This lady would have ran me over if I hadn't done this. The whole time my left foot is up in the air and then I went back. Could have just lowered her shoulder. Ah, this lady was old, man. I See, my... Yeah. Th- easy, easy target. Yeah. So I did like a smirk. I did like a smirk when she passed me like, the hell, lady. But then I got more mad because I started looking around because there's a lot of other people there. Mm-hmm. I, and I just felt like somebody should have seen it and given me props for like what an athletic move that was. 
without even like breaking stride. You should have gotten. You think it was like worth a seven point five or something like that? Yeah, yeah. There's, there's nothing worse when you come up huge like that, and you. If anybody, if any of these other people, if this had happened to any of them, there's a whole collision. There's a whole. And it's a whole thing about it. You know what I mean? Oh, Stuff all over the place. Uh, sorry, helping her pick it up. Yeah. yeah, I didn't describe what I did very well, but if I'm you see me, if you exactly see me, sure. <laughs> If you see me in person, I can show you exactly what I did. I, it was pretty I think, impressive. I think you should post a video on the Instagram. Now that we have an Instagram, <laughs> we have a little bit of a following. I think you should post it. Just yeah. Re- just reenact it. Yeah. If the you crazy want, thing I, is, is I was like practicing in my head how I was going to say it, and it didn't come out at all how I wanted it. No, I was atrocious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. If you want, if I, I don't know if I'll see it this weekend, but next time I see it, we could reenact it. I'll get out, put the sweater, I'll put it over my face. Yeah. And I'll just, uh, I, I'll just come right at you. I'll come barreling yeah. at you. Long story short is I try and be – I try not to inconvenience people best I can when I'm out in public, and I just expect the same in return. That's all. That's a common theme on the show. It's just, it's just look, you got to just be aware of your surroundings. Like if I'm it's at an ATM, what's going on. if I'm at an ATM and I know there's a line, I'm like fucking MacGyver disarming a bomb. <laughs> Actually, I got – yeah, ATM or like the self-checkouts. Oh, just, yeah. Yeah. You just got to know what you're doing. You can't hold people up. People sit there and, like, read their receipts and shit. Like, no, man. Take it to the side. Let's and go. If, and if there's ever an issue where, like, you need someone to come over and help you, I always, like, turn and just apologize. Like, you know, fucking technology. Just blame yeah, it, not blame it on them. The thing, the thing starts blinking. That's not your fault. Man. Yeah. Nine, nine, nine times. Well, at least it's not my fault. I'm sure some other people are just morons when it happens with them. But, yeah. Yeah, I, had a, I, I got a, a text message from a friend today. It was like, it's like it happened to me. I was like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "You know how you always say like you gotta have your head in a swivel when you're out. You gotta <laughs> yeah. you know, heard heard it on the shows." And he's like, uh, "He's like this morning I'm taking my daughter to school, and this guy just stops in the middle of the road to talk to the crossing guard. He's got four people behind him trying to get their kids to school. He's like, I'm laying on the horn, cur- every curse in the book. Oh, he, <laughs> he stopped said, in the middle of the street with a car coming, with cars behind him trying to get to drop their kids off at school. Yeah." So my friend is like laying on the horn and he's like, the fuck out of the road, you know, move your fucking ass. I'm sure it was a lot more colorful than that. He's very creative with the curses. But uh, yeah. And then he said the guy just like a real jerk off, just gave this wave at him. Like I had done. Like, oh, motherfucker. The worst, man. Parents are dropping kids off at school. They just want to drop and go get on with their day, go to work and shit. Like, come on, man. Mm-hmm. Brutal. But yeah, he was, uh, he sympathized. And I think we've done a service. To let him know that there's uh, there's people that sympathize with him in the world, and uh, we're on his side. We're with him. Yeah, there's nothing worse when people just don't keep it moving, man. That's all I ask when you're out, like walking down the street or whatever. Just keep it moving, man. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah, people are stopping randomly in the middle, of, like a sidewalk. Like, just get to the side, man. Get get to the side. Get out of the way of society for a minute. It's okay. You don't know where you are. You want to look around, or whatever. Just veer away. Don't. Yeah. You know, just don't stop short. Dip into an alley. To, yeah. Safely, safely. Don't dark, stop probably. in the middle of the sidewalk like you're the only person on the planet. Yeah, yeah all... there's more. There's <laughs> yeah. more people. There's there, there's more people around than just you, man. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see that video? That I mean, both these people are assholes. But you saw the video of the uh, the guy in the airplane who was. Oh uh, yeah, I, so it was stupid. like po- he's an asshole for doing it. like just come on, man, like grow the fuck up. And she's an asshole for not just being like you mind if I uh, you know I don't know the plane whatever I don't. What I would she, just assume that what was she exactly doing? She reclined. Oh, and he was just punching the seat. 
Right, rather than be like, oh, it's a little uncomfortable or whatever, because you pulled up. He started punching the seat like a jackass. But her, on the other hand, she should have been like, turn around and be like, do you mind if I recline? Uh, will it uh, impede with your, I don't know, your leg room okay. or something? Would you mind? Both of them. got a fucking... Yeah, they both suck. I, mean, I never recline here. on just... a plane. You can't. No, you can't. That's not... No, you should never right, be I... that comfortable on an airplane. Right, and then isn't like isn't like the tray is attached to the so whatever is on that person's tray is going to get jumbled around, right? Yeah, they, you really shouldn't even have the option to recline. It's just I don't know. People just take advantage check. of every luxury they can, you know, take advantage of. Basically. Yeah, it's not even that. It's not even that much of a recline. It's not like you're going back and laying down. And you're not in first class. You're not on those fucking eggs on the uh, international flights. No. Sleeping, yeah. Nah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll be on an airplane in a couple months, so I'm sure I'll have uh, plenty of material. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but they're both miserable. Yeah, that's they're both both miserable people. Yeah, no, I blame him more just because he's acting like a douche. But I don't, I don't like the whole reclining thing either, man. Just sit down, stare straight ahead, and shut the fuck up until you get there. Yeah, that's you it. can try to just have a few like, drinks, start, man. Start, start the passive aggressive thing. Just start coughing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh man! So last weekend was kind of a monumental show. I was it got the most listens, set a record, yeah, set an early record, yeah, and uh, a lot of reaction. A lot of people are talking. People are talking. Yeah, I've already been. The, I already locked in a couple speaking engagements. Oh yeah, whereabouts? whereabouts? No, I, yeah, I just made that up. I was trying to just. Uh, <laughs> I don't think anyone yeah. wants me speaking. I've, Oh, man, I thought maybe the lady after uh, she saw how athletic you are. <laughs> yeah, she uh, she asked you to say a couple of things in the corner tonight. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a few things to say to her. If she wants to come. <laughs> I'm to see her again. But uh, it was, uh, yeah, it was kind of cool to see people, uh, people, people giving their two cents, and a lot of people are on your side, man. People are fed up with the state of our union, and <laughs> you, know, you you really were like a man of the people. Yeah, that's what I was trying to be, just the voice of the voiceless, you know? It wasn't directed at one side or anything like that. Uh, maybe some people will take it like that. You know, and that's coming from somebody that was, you know, I registered to vote when I was 18, and I thought I knew everything, and I registered with a party, and I was going to be with the good guys against the bad guys, and that side was uh, dumb, and this side was uh, smart. Uh, and now, 15 years later, <laughs> I think I know less than I thought I knew then, uh, besides that, besides the fact that it's all bullshit, that's what I've learned more more about it. Uh, yeah, you, it's it's uh, the majesty is gone from yeah. From politics. And I'm a lot more in the middle now. As crazy as that sounds, with the state of things, but I'm a lot more in the middle. I kind of like to. I try and see it from both ends, but you, know, you got to stick your head up your ass in order to really see what these people see. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not sure. Like the middle doesn't even exist anymore. It's kind of crazy. I'm sure I know it's there. Yeah, it's just, it's just hard to envision either side giving an inch. No, which is crazy. And if because, you uh, if you feel the need that you have to sit down and you you actually want to talk to somebody on the opposite side of you know uh, you, I mean, just I, I don't know what else to say besides try and do it in a civil manner. I guess. <laughs> I'm sure there's some level-headed people out there who are... I know a couple that could actually do it. Yeah, for sure. But when you get one of these, like, fanatics, that's the big problem. You get one of these fanatics on either side, they're so... They come so prepared. I don't even know if we mentioned this last week, but they come so prepared with, 
like all their talking points. They have everything ready. Every response is ready. Yeah. Oh, we did talk. We did talk. We about did. It, yeah. Right? yeah. Like Com- Comcast. Yeah. So. Yeah. Exactly. Tell them. It's, yeah, it's it's useless for the most part, and like I say, you're not going to change anybody's mind. And you, could, yeah, I, a nice discourse would be uh, phenomenal, and have an agree, a, you know, a, a friendly disagreement about. Yeah, that's my about. only thing. Like sitting down with the other side and putting yourself in someone else's shoes, it sounds like a good idea, and it, it probably is. But it, what's the end game? It, are you going to change someone's mind? I think the problem is that the middle has become such has has become so far away from both sides right i feel like the middle has been has been kind of shunned and both sides kind of go to their respective corners yeah and and it's there's no there's no give it's all trying to take as much as possible there's no give no negotiation no um understanding and trying to make make something work right because and they still go ahead no so say they still say they still try and do that stuff where they try and sneak some shit into bills where it's like all right we'll do this we're going to sneak this in but it's not really negotiation it's just really trying to get one over on the other one yeah. it's not really it's not uh conceding a little bit to get what you want it's just kind of trying to get yeah nobody over wants to give people. an inch i know right which is it's, the problem because the other side no matter how left or right you are the other side is gonna make a good point or two at some point that you're gonna have to agree with yeah for sure yeah <laughs> i mean if, if you look back in history there's uh there's good and bad from from both political parties. Yeah. I mean, in the recent, in recent history, there's good and bad from both of them. And I got parties. news for you. Both sides believe in some pretty crazy shit. So <laughs> don't just don't be one of these people who try and, who has to defend everything. You could, it's okay to be like, yep, you know what? My, my team is, uh, yeah, they're pretty crazy with some of this shit. Yeah. Don't just laugh. Absolutely. Don't laugh it off. Don't defend it. Just be like, yeah, I'll give you that one. It's a point. It's a point for you guys. Yeah. You're right. They do believe in some crazy shit. You know, you're never, I mean, you're never, if you find somebody who agrees with every single thing that their party stands right, for, right, which is says, what my which is what my statement yeah, was about. It's it was about those people. Yeah, yeah, yeah they got to get they got to go away, man. <laughs> That's it. White van shows up at your house. You just black bag over the head, and we never see you again. Yeah, take them to Alaska. That's it. Thank you. <laughs> the furthest possible and coldest part. Well, not that cold anymore, but the coldest part of uh, the United <laughs> States. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well. I thought it was kind of cool that we got a little bit of reaction to that. Actually, our first Boy, time ever. Man, po- politics and religion. If, if if ratings are ever suffering, we know where to go. Oh man, bring well, it back! Bring it back there. I'll just hit record and let you go. I'll just listen. I don't want. It's been more politics than I ever want to discuss. No, no. November will be the next time it's really heavily discussed. Oh yeah, let me ask you because last week you, I, we, I'd said something about putting. Yeah, hit and record and uh, doing a show as we were watching the results come in. Yeah, I'd definitely do that. I would definitely do that. I mean, it sounds uh, it sounds miserable to me, but like, well, like, how how do you think we would uh, pull that off? Just kind of just get hammered and. Oh yeah, definitely. That's a hammered show. <laughs> definitely, there'll be more than one glass of wine drink for that. Uh, what I would do is this: I'd say we do a two-hour show. We start okay. taping around. <laughs> what time do the results come in? Like usually about eight, nine o'clock, maybe nine. I don't know when the first polls close. I would yeah, say we probably, start around nine thirty. Yeah. I say we start a little bit on the later side, nine thirty ten. We do two hours. One mm-hmm. of us watches Fox, the other one watches NBC. Then after an hour, we switch. Oh, all right, that, all right. I think that's how it's got to be done. Fair and balanced. Okay. That's fine. All right, <laughs> we'll 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 look at that on uh, Election Tuesday coming up. Uh, yeah. in November. I think that's the best way to handle it, and we'll just get drunk and just shit on whoever's talking on TV. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. That would be plenty, plenty of that to do. Um, and one, one more political inspired question for you. 
before we move on, unless you have anything else. But can you find out if there's any any action being taken on what the over under on Roger Stone's sentence is going to be? Oh, uh, his, his, his his sentencing is coming up this week, and uh, I'm just curious to see where where the uh, where Vegas has it. Oh man, uh, I could look into that. That I don't. I doubt that would be on my site. I could look into it though. I don't. I don't. I'm sure you can get that somewhere. Yeah. All right. Cool. Just I'm just curious if, it's, if, it's, if Vegas has. That's all I got on that. Yeah. I don't want to touch. I don't want to touch the Roger Stone. I haven't even looked. I barely looked into the Roger Stone thing. Do you know? Uh, I don't want to get into stuff. I don't want to talk about him. He's he's going to uh, get pardoned. Okay. Moving he's, moving he's on. He's, <laughs> That's why, that's why uh, I haven't looked into it because I know the end game. Yeah, no, it's it's all it's all <laughs> it's yeah, it's it's been it's been decided. It's etched in stone. All right, well, pitchers and catchers this week. Yep. Um, not a whole heck of a lot going on. Uh, it's just a lot of people answering questions about the Astros. Yeah, and I guess we'll, we'll get those scumbags in a little bit because they had uh, they had a fun day today. And usually, know, usually no... you go to you go from politics to sports to try and like get away from the scumbags, but unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> not the case right now. All pitchers and catchers is, is if, without the Astros controversy is you just I, we saw like Garrett Cole throw off flat ground. Mm-hmm. We saw Luis Severino throw off flat ground. A couple interviews here and there. Cole said all the right things. There's really not much going on. Except for uh, these uh, new rules, yeah, and I, uh, this possibility of the you're going to have to catch me up. I know one is one of them the three batter rule. Oh, that's for this year. Yeah, that's uh, I forget. I, that, I think there's only that. That's only one I have written down for this year is that the three batter rule. Okay, so that's uh, yeah, that's it. I was talking. I was alluding to the new playoff format that might come into play next year. Oh, the playoff format, right? Okay, but um. Yeah, for this year, there's a three batter rule for uh, for relief pitchers, which is fucking atrocious. Yeah, I don't understand that. Let me tell you something, man. They they everything they're doing is to try and cut down on on game time. Mm-hmm. But this game has been played for 150 fucking years. There's film going back at least like 80 years, right? Yeah. The, you, games haven't always been this long. You're telling me you can't go back and look at old games and say, like, okay, this is what's different now. Well, Just look at a fucking game side by side, man. How about for starters, advertising? How long are yeah, the man. fucking commercials? If you cut, if you cut thirty seconds from every commercial break, it's a minute per inning. You're cutting almost twenty minutes off per game. Eight, Eighteen minutes off, especially per game in the playoffs, man. Jeez, those oh, commercials. Oh god, the advertising is atrocious. They refuse. I mean, they're never going to change it. No, of course, of course but, not. But uh, you know, it's you're looking in all in all the wrong places. You're trying to affect play in the field, and this is how baseball just fucking eats itself. They're just gonna destroy himself by doing all this bullshit, trying to get a fucking pitch clock, which nobody wants. Doing all this other shit, man, and you can blame the play. I wish players would stay in the box, but that's that's not ever gonna happen. It's just I love when like Judge stays in the box all the time, and he just his at bats fly by because mm-hmm. he gets in there, he takes a pitch, he. he Puts his foot, you know, like halfway out. Ball gets thrown back. He's back in, ready to go. Some pitchers, like, take their time and shit. But, I mean, that's part of it. Mm-hmm. But the advertising is the first place you're going to go. But, of course, they won't. Oh, it's like, the first thing the, I think of, yeah. The, the last thing they'll ever cut out is dollars. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, back in the day, was, this is going back a long ways, awful. but like, didn't weren't didn't the players used to just throw their gloves on the field when they were done, and like the other guys would? Oh grab yeah, them? yeah. I mean, I'm going back like a hundred <laughs> years now, probably. Yeah, so that's how quick. That's how quick like the change of innings used to be. You know? Yeah, for sure. And, I, and it's another thing. Why, if the guys are ready, just have them fucking go. Just let them go. What are you gonna do? It's not. People will start complaining at some point. Like, all right, I missed six pitches in this inning because you guys needed to fucking hype up uh, Subway and. Uh, you know, I know Subway makes sandwiches. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know what uh, other than obviously the advertising we were just talking about. I don't know how else you shorten the games. I really don't on know. the fi- on the field. There's not much you can do. The game's the game. Yeah, I, I'm really sp- <laughs> literally speechless because I don't know what what you do. Yeah, right. It's 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 it's, it's ads, and I do think I do think part of it's keeping people in the box. But I mean, that's impo- it's really impossible to govern that yeah but that's again that's it's so minute compared to just a- actual minutes that yeah added. I, you know i don't i don't mind the uh catchers visits cutting down on those i don't mind that oh yeah they did that and i think games increased actually last year oh really <laughs> I, think, I think game times increased i didn't mind that i don't think you should have to be able to go out there and talk to the pitcher you know yeah no that's or, good they cut back on that yeah, yeah that was that was a good move but that's more this is kind of annoying but it didn't actually do anything as far as cutting down on time i don't think no probably not not at all but all right well this yeah and this three battle rule there's gonna be a lot of guys that are getting crushed now i read something that does it apply if you come in and finish an inning or something? I don't know. It's, yeah, it's a good question. Like, if you come in and get the last batter of an inning, do you have yeah, to go start? Too. You do have to. Uh, I don't know. It's a good question. I would. Why? That, why? That would make no sense. Yeah, no. I know. I, I have to look at more into that. I didn't really research that. Uh, yeah, I don't. I, I don't know. I don't understand it. Like, if you. You should be able to take out a guy whenever you want. You see him face one hitter and he stinks. Get him out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I also and I also wish that more pitchers were prepared to pitch to, you know, for two innings rather than all these specialists. So yeah, you know what? If if this is a way to get people to work on being more well rounded as a pitcher, so they don't have, so they're not just going in there to get one lefty out, then I'm all for that. I guess it's like you got to kind of force these teams into making these decisions. Which I think is kind of what the playoff format is doing too. So, so the new the new format mm. would be seven teams get into the playoffs, which is crazy. Now, a fourteen teams all together. But put in perspective, uh, in, in in the NBA, so it's fourteen out of thirty. In the NBA, it's sixteen out of thirty get in. In the NHL, it's sixteen out of thirty-one, and the NFL, it's twelve out of thirty-two. NHL has thirty-one um, teams. Yeah, that's, I think so. Right. I mean, I just did a quick, quick Google on that before. So, okay, um, I didn't actually go through divisions and count. I think that might be right. I think once Vegas joined, that might have put them in thirty-one. So that sounds right. So, in 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 the overall scheme of things, in professional sports, that's that makes sense. Um, and I think what I think what expanding the playoffs would do is to force teams to compete. Because a lot of teams are just very happy to throw throw in the towel, and I hate that shit. Yeah. A lot of a lot of teams just uh, just get apathetic, and they're like, "Look, we're just going to go through the season. We're going to suck, and that's it." And you have all these teams kind of just blowing up their squads, rebuilding the farm system, which has worked, or 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 has it worked? 
because it's the Astros who are the fucking poster boys for it. So I don't know if it actually worked or if it only works when you have uh, an unfair advantage in the field. So I don't know. I'm not sure if that blowing up your franchise thing is the way to is the way to uh, handle this shit. Yeah, I uh, don't. I don't particularly like expanding the playoffs. I like the fact that limited teams get into the playoffs. It makes the regular season count. Uh, it makes 162 games feel special as opposed to the NBA and the NHL, where the regular season basically is an afterthought, especially in the NBA. I mean, you know the Lakers, you know like the teams that are going to make the playoffs right now. So at this point, I could care less about the NBA regular season. And yeah, I, I don't want to see baseball go down that road where the yeah that's. Right, I mean, it, it'll help teams like the Yankees, I guess. You know, uh, because I mean, what, what are the odds of the Yankees with their resources and their payroll not being a top seven team in the AL? Yeah, yeah, you're right. So I, um, I just don't like it. My uh, biggest complaint about the NBA has always been too many teams get in. And that's, yeah, there's, it, it, with, the 100, with the 162 games, this definitely diminishes the regular season. Although they're, they're, pe- the people who defend it are saying that it'll, it'll make September more interesting because there'll be more teams vying for those last you know, three or four spots. Yeah, and one of the few guys defending it, or I don't know how many guys are defending it, but who I'm surprised is defending it is Mad Dog, who actually likes the fact that it'll – kind of be like a March Madness feel uh, for that, like, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. All right, yeah. Because right. it'll be how many – it'll be six series going on, right? Two versus seven, three, six, five, four, five in each league. Yeah, exactly. He, he said you'll, you got to do six games in a day, so you got to stack the games. Yeah, it's going to be – that'll be fun. It would be, it would be fun. I'm not, yeah. not going to stop watching the sport if they do it. I'm going <laughs> to watch. It'll just be a little bit – it'll just be a little bit different, a little bit getting used to. Yeah, and you're gonna and you're gonna see like that's, that's the other problem is those top teams, like you see it now where the Yankees are more than content to accept the wild card instead of going for the division, and that's one they have. I mean, it, you know, it did happen last year, it happened two years ago, mm. where they they just didn't go for it, and they that's when they had to play a playing game. Like they're risking losing that one game, uh just to get into the playoffs and, and, and not going for it. So, I mean, you'll see a lot of apathy at the top of the standings too. So I just uh, – yeah, like yeah, yeah, like if you're a team that's in like the 4-5 range, right, you have no chance of winning your division. Let's say you're like 10, 12 games back. But you're also in no danger of falling out of the top seven. Then doesn't that become kind of a meaningless yeah. September? Yep, yep. I also think they should just get rid of divisions. I'd be fine with that. Teams. I'd be fine but, with that. Especially they go to this – this format for the playoffs. And then do you, the top do you have no unbalanced schedule? You just have equal amount of games versus trying to do as equal as possible? Yeah, yeah I think he – yeah, you couldn't – and plus I don't want to see the fucking Orioles any more than I have to. I, well, I, last year last year, I, uh, as, <laughs> as, as a fan, I got so tired. Of, every other day it was like they were playing the fucking Orioles last year. I was like, I just, I just can't watch it anymore. Like, it's just – it's miserable. You're just beating up on these fucking <laughs> shitty – Double A players. Like, I don't want to see Dylan Bundy get rocked again. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll read about it in the paper the next day, and uh, something goes terribly wrong, I'll, I'll find out about it. But, you know, just got sick and tired of it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how balanced it could be. I think it would all be based on – it had to be based on uh, travel and stuff like that. But, yeah, I'm trying, I'm trying to think even when the last time – when did they go to the unbalanced schedule? It had to be – at least 15, over 15, 15, 20 years yeah. ago. 
I don't, yeah, I don't have any recollection. Or I would say early that. 2000s, they went to the unbalanced schedule, which was obviously 19 times you play the teams in your division and then yeah. you know, like six against the other teams. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'd, I'd say if you're going to expand it, and then it's, especially if it's going to be the only only thing that gets you anything is being having the best record gets you that bye week. Yeah, or or by five days, whatever it is. If that's that's your if that's your uh, your only like um, reward for for anything, like why why do you need to win your division? Like what what's the point of winning the division? Yeah, they already pop enough fucking champagne bottles as it is. I mean, I'm watching all these teams pop fucking champagne. Like playoff berth, you're popping champagne. Win a division, you're popping champagne. You win the wild card, you win the playing game, you're popping champagne. It's a lot of champagne, yeah. ALDS, ALCS, and then like <laughs> how much fucking shit? Cha- Maybe if you guys just fucking stop celebrating every little goddamn thing, it would fucking mean something when you actually got there. Everybody's fucking popping champagne. Yeah, it's a lot of a lot of Corbell, definitely. And also maybe that's why Altuve didn't want his shirt ripped off. Didn't want shirt ripped off because if you got if you got Fucking doused with champagne, he would have been electrocuted. He would have been, which would have been great television. That would have been amazing. <laughs> that would have been fucking amazing. Um, let's see, is there anything else on this? Uh... Oh, you know what? Another thing, I don't really like the. I think it's. I think it'll work. I think it'll be good for like. Uh, I don't know for headlines and shit like that. But they have like, the, if you're the two seed, you get to pick your opponent. Basically, yeah, it's like bulletin board material. You know? Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't love that. Yeah, addition to on, it, man. but I mean, like, like the the the, the guy who likes to cause pr- trouble in me really likes that. But I mean, come on, it's goofy, man. No sport yeah. does that. Yeah, it is goofy. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. like, like we said, like I said before, baseball just will do anything to fucking eat itself. The other thing, I mean, people have to be open to change, man. Baseball needs to make some changes. Uh, I don't know if these are the right or wrong changes, but. Baseball needs to make some changes because it's getting a little stale. I know diehard fans who are tuning out. I mean, they're also Met fans, but uh, I know diehard fans who, who just loved baseball maybe 10 years ago and they're tuning out because it's just, it's not, there's just something different about it. It's, you know, I think it's a lot to do with the home runs in the field and uh, home runs and strikeouts and not a lot of balls in play, no stolen bases and that kind of shit, but. Yeah, um, I don't know. It's baseball's always been my sport. I know it's been your sport. Uh, it's one of yeah, those sure, one man. of those things that I don't know. I'll I'll always be there because it's my sport. So I don't I don't know. I, I've never felt like they needed to make that many changes. Like the game is the game. Is that if that yeah. if that makes sense? Yeah, yeah. It is what it no, is. I, I just I just feel like people are. I think. People, you got to be honest, the past few years with how the strategy of the game is going, where the strategy is no strategy. It's just people are looking at it. Everything is on paper. Everything is robotic. Everything is. Oh, yeah. Numbers. That part's definitely frustrating. Yeah. Um, so I think that, and I think what they're trying to do with like the playoff thing is, like I said, they're trying to force teams into being, trying to be competitive rather than just giving up in fucking May. Yeah. Just being like, fuck that. I mean, like, it was great last year at the, the, the towards the trade maybe two weeks before the trade deadline. The Giants were still kind of in, if you remember, and they yes. were trying to think they're going to sell. They're going to if if Bumgarner is going to go somewhere, and they had to make a decision. And that was you know that it didn't really. This might be the wrong case here because it went south right after instantly. That. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but but I mean you're going to have more than just one team that has to make that decision, and you know people will be pissed. People are going to get pissed if your team. Is hovering around five hundred, uh, 
around the trade deadline and you start selling off your pieces, people are going to get pissed. And I think management listens to that kind of stuff. And they will start listening. Maybe not immediately, but at some point they're going to start hearing that. Yeah. So I think, it, I, think, I, don't, I think they have to do some things to kind of force these teams out of their – everybody's so fucking comfortable. It's like, all right, we're just gonna, <laughs> this is going through the motion this year. Like, no, you got to fucking work out there to put a good product in the field, fucking try and compete. you got a great – they got a good team out there. And uh, give yourself a chance, whether it's whether it's just tomorrow or whether it's you know overall, and, you know, to get into October. Trade I mean, deadline should be moved back, by the way. If they're gonna, if they're gonna add more teams. Yeah. The trade deadline should be like August fifteenth. Yeah, for sure. For yeah. sure. And we and yeah, but trades you have that waiver wire trade deadline stuff. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Make the official one uh, um, a little further ahead for sure. Yeah. Uh, Another idea I heard from Dog that I'll steal from him because he's into this, yeah. uh, which I actually like if they go this route. He says you end the season on a Saturday. You know they end it on a Sunday now? Mm-hmm. He says you end it on a Saturday, and then you do a selection show like Sunday at noon before NFL kicks off. <laughs> That's typical. <laughs> I mean, yeah, right on top of things. That, that, that is a good idea. Selection show. I mean, uh, would That's you watch what it a would selection be, show? I mean, I if, would, it noon, I would, I if it was noon, if it was noon on Sunday before football, I think. you're definitely watching it. There's no time. Yeah. yeah, it's it's like prime time where everybody's there in front of a TV. It's not at two o'clock. No. Yeah, if it's on, if it's yeah, on no. anywhere from one to eight, no, you're not watching it. You know what's the biggest positive for me in all this is it pissed off Trevor Bauer like immediately. The fact that oh that yeah, he took a goof, shot at Manfred. That goof yeah. got the fact that and look, Manfred sucks too, but like the fact that it pissed off Bauer so easily and so quickly. It's like, all right, good man. If you're pissed off, then so they're probably doing something right. Yeah, Bauer just fucking bitches. The, he just fucking he just bitches the bitch. Yeah, you're on the Reds, man. You need a you need each and every one. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, do you see those apologies today? I didn't. I stayed away from because I didn't want to get irritated. Like they, That's everyone says they weren't sincere and like they were like bullshit and half-hearted, yeah. but. They could have went up there crying their eyes out, and I wouldn't have given a shit. So yeah, pe- people are like them. ranking who sounded most sincere. And shit. Oh, who and gives the- a shit? Yeah, it's just it's it's rage season. People are gonna be pissed off forever about this. That's it. People are. It's just gonna be. Yeah. It's gonna be uh, trading anger and trading shots at these uh, fucking losers in Houston, and they all suck. Yep, they all absolutely suck. Uh, yeah, you know what my biggest problem with this whole thing is. Is that institutionally they were like every every was in on it. There's emails about it, and they called it um, code breakers. Like, <laughs> first of all, if you're, I feel like I could open a business at and be like a, a consultant for first time criminals. Like, if you want to get away with something, you come to me. We'll sit down. I'll say, look, here's what you do. Don't send a fucking email with 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 the act with. <laughs> stating in the fucking uh, what's it called the fucking subject line yeah the actual crime you're committing like you know operation yeah. stealing signs may, like, as well fall, may as well fall asleep in the getaway car yeah, yeah. I mean Jesus <laughs> as soon as you uh, send uh, an uh, email man forget yourself the paper trail yeah don't send it yeah paper trail and also and also you're in a business where there's so much turnover in personnel that's people the thing that's going here, people going there yeah, like you knew at some point some guy was going to go someplace else to get shelled in Houston. 
I don't know if Fires even got shelled, but I mean, a, of course, there's a fucking pitcher who blew the fucking lid open on this. Yes, a guy who got, pitcher, tra- or I don't know if he was traded, but I think he went to Oakland as a free agent. But a guy who went to a team inside your division, yeah, yeah of course he blew the whistle. What did you think was going to happen, man? Yeah, <laughs> stupid. At some point, he's going to say, no, it's not worth it. We're going to get fucking caught. And which is, if you're a good crook, you know when to pull the plug on shit. But if these crooks are any good at what they did, they wouldn't be fucking crooks. Right. If you were any, if you were fucking smart, you had to be a fucking crook. Right. It's it's very uh, demoralizing thinking about you know if could the Yankees have won in 2017, 2018, whatever, even last year with the buzzers. But you got uh, you just gotta move on, man. You gotta move on. Put it on the burner, back burner. Yep. And uh, use yep. it as fuel. Just use it as fuel, man. Uh, I just fucking go out there and, and smoke them, man. Yeah. I can't. Nothing wait. you can I do just, about I'm it. Gonna, I'm going to enjoy every slump an Astro has. I'm going to enjoy every time they get beamed. I'm going to enjoy every part of their season. Because people are talking about, oh, they're going to come with a chip on their shoulders. No. They've never faced this kind of shit before. You go out there. These are the fucking nice guy, like smarter than you organization. They, they were like the, the little engine that could, losing 150 games or whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> and now they're going to come out. They're going to be... Not only they're going to be hated because they're good, they're going to be hated because they're scumbags. Mm-hmm. And they're going to get everybody, everybody's going to get booed. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if, who you are. If you've done the nicest thing, it doesn't matter. If you've given to cherries and shit, you're going to get fucking booed off the fucking field. And every time a pitch kind of comes in, it's going to be in the back of your mind. Fuck, was that guy looking for me because of what we did? <laughs> every time a pitch fucking just comes a little bit too, too close inside, it's going to be in the back of their fucking head. And I can't wait. I cannot wait. To see, oh, here I got quite, I got, I got a couple questions for you as far as the Astros go. All right, um, I'm gonna give you the names of these players, their averages, their home runs, and I want you to know this. This is all from last year. Okay, which, which for the record, they say that uh, all the stuff with the garbage cans ended in sometime in 2018. Um, again, they don't admit, and nobody says they have any proof of the buzzers. So who knows? Uh, that being said, again, they're going into the bad guys, psychological warfare, whatever the fuck uh, is going to happen, and people, you know, gunning for him. Hinge didn't deny it. H- did not deny right. it. Right. Hinge, hinge, hinge did not de- deny it. Right. But yeah, but nobody has proven it uh, one way or the other. So, all right. So I'm going to give you the, I'm gonna give you a player. I got a couple players and, uh, and their names. <laughs> of course, their names. Yeah. A couple players and their stats. And then I want you to let me know if you think they're going to be better, worse, or about the same. Okay. Uh, so the leader on the team last year, an average was Jordan Alvarez on like three quarters of the year, uh, three thirteen twenty seven home runs. Three thirteen twenty seven home runs. Uh, I'm gonna say he's actually better in the home. He didn't play the whole year, did he? No, no, he didn't. Yeah, I'm gonna say he'll hit thirty home runs. Just he's a slugger. Just by he could hit two twenty and hit thirty home runs. So yeah, probably I'm say with you less on, that. on the average, more home runs. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. Okay, uh, Correa, who was hurt last year. Yes. Uh, 279, 21 home runs. He's always hurt. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll go higher on the home. If he's healthy, he's definitely going to top 21 home runs. I'll say higher for both. Okay. I could see Correa having a big year. Okay. Um, Michael Brantley, 311, 22 home runs. I think Brantley will come down a little bit. Mm. See, I like Brantley. No, I, I, I do think, too. I think he's I an think... average. I, 
I could see him hitting around the same average. I think his power numbers might come down a little bit. Okay. Do you think any of this – none of this so far has been uh, cheating related, though? No, not uh, – no. Right. I don't think any of those guys really. – I'm, I'm with you. I, I think Brantley's a good ball player. I think he'll be fine. I think he was, he was good in Cleveland. And Alvarez, I think, is a stud. Correa. Yeah. Correa, I don't know. He hasn't been healthy in forever. Uh, Yuli Gurriel. Uh, 298, 31 home runs. Is he even with the team anymore? I don't know, but he will come down, though. I don't see him hitting 30 home runs again. Okay. Altuve, 298, 31 home runs. 298, 31. And he was actually hurt for a little bit, too. Uh, I, w- I would have to go under on him. He hit 298, Bragg. you said? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I could see him hitting 300, but the, I don't know. Those power numbers, uh, I'll say under. Okay. Bregman, 296, 41 home runs. Oh, I've got to take the under there. Bregman, I could see. Bregman, I could see. (laughs) It could be wishful thinking, but I could see Bregman coming down. I think everybody's hoping that it's him, man. I think everybody's hoping. Everybody's hoping he just he's has like six home runs in August. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know it's going to be one of them. It's just who. It's just yeah. Oh yeah, I can't wait. Just nature of the sport. Someone's going to have a down year. Yep, yep. Springer, two ninety two, thirty nine home runs. Jesus, thirty nine. I, him, I could see coming down too, actually. All right. And the last one, um, he was going to come down anyway, but it's only because he's a new Met, Josh Reddick. Right? He's a Met, right? Is, did he go to the Mets? One of these guys did, yeah. Uh, what what were his numbers? 275, 14. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 235 and 4. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't, I've never loved Josh Reddick. Uh, <laughs> he's their everyday left fielder. Right no, it's, Con- what, it's Conforto. Is gonna is uh, I'm not sure when uh, is coming back, and uh, no, nah, he must be like their fourth outfielder. There must be like their plan to have him be their fourth outfielder, yeah. right? Yeah, he, yeah, he's coming down. There's no way. All right, no, I always I just put him in there because he's gonna go down no matter what. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, you know what I didn't mention before? Yeah, I. <laughs> I didn't realize that once you started doing this, people were going to start looking to us to like uh, up to, to get like famous. That's essentially what happened this week. We we reached out to a, I reached out to a friend of ours, a group text, the three of us. Uh-huh. I'm going to say I'm going to say a friend of ours. So I'm not going to take the fall on this one. Was I in the chat? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And I was like, uh, I was like, oh, I'd ask him if he had listened to your State of the Union. <laughs> if I can kind of backtrack here. He's like, oh, I didn't listen. I was like, well, what, what can we put on? What can we put on the show so you can listen? So you would listen. And he's like, well, what about me? And don't come, don't fucking come to me looking for fame, man. I would do this, <laughs> but, you know. Like, I don't want to sound like an asshole, but uh, I didn't, I didn't call you for a reason, pal. Yeah, you got to earn your way on this show. Yeah, come on, man. If I wanted you on the fucking show, I'd let you know. It's like All Jeopardy, right. man. You got to take the test, the pre-test. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just ask him for, I just asked you for a fucking idea. I just asked you for a thought. <laughs> fucking show me you can do it off the, off the, uh, off camera. Yeah. And then I'll, then come look for me. Then come All see right. the bright lights. All right, Ant. Yes. All right. Um, is it that time? Or which time is this? I don't know. That's never. Time for what? College, little college hoops. Yeah. Do you want to do this? Because we actually have a lot to go. It's already, uh, yeah. I'll go, I'll go quick on this because I don't really have much on this team. Okay. Well, we, we, said, we said we were going to go a little bit uh, 
like one team a week in February yeah. just to just to touch on college basketball a little bit before we really get into it. I don't know how many I get into it this time of year. I know most people wait probably until March. Yep. Uh, but I just want to give you a team that's a little bit of a long shot here. Uh, LSU Tigers, 50-1. to 1. Uh, What I like about this team is, first of all, it's, it's all about value, okay? They're 50-1. to 1. The two other teams that they're competing with inside their conference, Auburn, who's 16-1, to 1, and Kentucky, who's 25-1, to 1, I just like the value here. They just played Auburn over the weekend. Should have won the game, ended up losing in, over, in overtime by a point. And you're telling me they're 50 to 1, Auburn 16 to 1. Uh, this team now, they're cut, they have a little bit of baggage. Their coach, Will Wade, last year was overheard on a wiretap discussing an offer to a player. Uh, <laughs> yeah, somehow he's still the coach. He, got, he was suspended the rest of the last season, but now he's back. I don't know. Sean Miller for Arizona got caught in a wiretap. He's still coaching. I don't know how these guys are hanging around, but Will they Wade, are. Will Wade got pinched, and then he wanted to be reinstated, but he didn't want to talk to like, the officials at LSU. To get reinstated yeah, or something. I, I, I don't, yeah, I don't understand it. Uh, well, they had a couple losses last year. A couple of players they lost. Nas Reed, who's a freshman, mm-hmm. uh, who went undrafted. I think he's playing for – I did not write this down. He's, I think he's the Timberwolves G League. And then Tremont Waters, who's actually from Connecticut, played his ball, mm-hmm. I think, at Notre Dame. New, New Haven zone. Yeah, yeah he, uh, I believe he got drafted second round by the Celtics, and he's in the G League right now. I'm, I'm not sure if they left because – of the scandal, either that or they got some real bad advice from their agents. This team would be loaded if those guys came back. Yeah, but even yeah. even that even that said, uh, they have a good senior. Tremont had Tremont had that big shot in uh, against Maryland last year. Was it Maryland? In, oh yeah, attorney. Yeah, yeah. attorney. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then they got smoked by Michigan State in the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah. Uh, they got a good senior in Skylar Mays, who was a big part of them making a run last year. Good senior leadership, and they have a little point have guard. It. They have a little point guard, Javante Smart, who, uh, as a freshman last year, kind of drew my attention t- towards him. I think he may actually be more talented than Waters. Okay. Uh, but I would look for him. He's the type of guy who could uh, – I don't want to say he could put the team on his back, but he's a guy who could make some things happen in March. And like I said, I think you're getting value with them right now because their last three games, the two games last week they lost at Vandy, and then they lost, like I said, the heartbreaker at Auburn. Then this week, which was, I think, Tuesday night, they barely scraped by Missouri at home as 11-point favorites. I think they were down at the half, mm-hmm. came back, and ended up winning. So I think you're getting them at as good a number as you're ever going to get them at 50-1. to 1. Uh, They have a big game Tuesday against Kentucky. I would circle that on your calendar if you want to – because that's definitely a game that they'll have circled uh, on their calendar. I know that they, they actually won at Kentucky last year. I remember watching that game. They won on a Nas Reed tip-in. Uh, I'm, I don't know if they played them. They may have played them another time last year, but I, I, that's the game I remember winning in Rupp Arena. Uh, I would be leery of them, though. If you're looking for a little bit of gambling advice, if they're looking ahead, they play at Alabama, I think, on Saturday. So it could be a look-ahead spot. I wouldn't be surprised if Alabama tripped them up. But still, I, I like them at 50-1. to 1. I think they're talented. They're young. You know, Like I said, they have the one senior in Mays. I think they have a junior on there, too. But it's a lot of sophomores and freshmen. Yep. Uh, I just uh, I would look for, I would look for them. I think they're every bit as good as Auburn and Kentucky, and like, I, would, I, I went through the numbers. That's uh, I, think, I, I think fifty to one is a good a good number for them. Um, I hear a couple of things that worry me. Look, I think they've got a good defensive team. They score a ton of points. Yeah, a, a, a good defensive team. I just don't think they're they're not very deep. 
They just got a kid back. Yeah, uh, they play like seven, eight guys. They just got a kid back. Well, they're getting back this weekend. Charles Manning was going to kind of be ease back into it, and he'll come off the bench and uh, help with 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 their depth. But like, I think they said like they scored like seven points in the past like two games off the bench. Like it's been like awful. Um, they don't have a, their schedule's not that strong, but they don't have any like bad wins. If I, so, like I the, the bad of it is they haven't really been tested. They have like that Auburn game and I'm like talking this weekend stuff, but they they have a couple good wins. But there are no bad losses, so they they can take care of business when necessary. Um, There's a couple of things that stuck out to me as I was kind of looking at this team when you gave them to me. Yeah, and they'll well, they'll be in, they'll be in the mix come March. And uh, a couple and 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 like you said, Mays like Skyler's been Skyler Mays has been in tournament before. They have a couple guys, and they are young, but uh, you know some returning guys that sophomores that have been there. So I don't know if that helps. And uh, I don't know. They, they don't shoot a ton of threes. They play good D. Uh, not a great rebounding team, but. Uh, you like teams that can score a lot, of, a lot of points, don't you? Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, so. watching Oregon right now. The pick I gave out last week—they're currently down twelve. Yeah, just in time for a comeback. They're gonna yeah. start knocking down some threes. All right. Well, home, I, so. At one point, Colorado was on a twenty to zero run. All right. Well, everybody goes on a run. All right. Good pick. <laughs> good pick there. Man. I like that fifty to one. Yeah. For a, like I actually think I already have the next two teams I'm going to give out to round out the month. Uh, right, I just cool. wanted to get LSU in there now before they played Kentucky because I think that's going to be a – well, we'll see. I don't I don't really like Kentucky this year. I, I think that's a game that LSU could win and kind of make it's a statement. It's a, yeah, it's in LSU. Yeah, that would be a big, big – Like I said, though, be careful when they play Alabama this week, though. Yeah, like I said, they don't have a great schedule. They don't, they don't give up a ton of points, but they don't have a great schedule. So I don't know if that's because they haven't played a lot of teams that can run with them or what. But, I mean, that only depends out at some point. We'll uh, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, uh, I guess it's time to light light some candles, <laughs> put on a little Barry White, and uh, I don't know. Get some chocolates. I don't know what people do for Valentine's Day. <laughs> it is the low, lowest holiday on the calendar. <laughs> it's not low. It's nice. Whatever. It's nice. But at the same time, it's a lot of unnecessary pressure. Yeah, we just came uh, off. We just came off the big holiday rush. Everything just happened: Christmas, uh, and New Year's, and all that shit. And then, and like, okay, we took care of the presents, and now all of a sudden, you turn around, and Valentine's Day is here. It's here. I don't know. I don't know what you do, um, but for me, it's very simple. Just a little dinner. Either I cook tomorrow. We're going out, taking everybody out for dinner tomorrow. Uh, nice and easy. And I don't know, drink a bottle of wine. Where are you then, headed? I'm actually headed to your neck of the woods. I'll be at uh, La Monaco's. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a, fav- a, fa- a fan favorite of ours. We love that place. It's been a long time since I've been there. So. Reser- reservation? Yeah, I already called. Nice early. I got the kids, so nice and early reservation. Get them out of there before, uh, you know, before, before, the it real, before it gets real steamy in there, you know? <laughs> yeah. There's going to be all these people, like, staring into each other's eyes and then uh, – my kids spilling water and screaming about, I don't know, not sharing a napkin or something. I don't know. Something stupid. You ever notice, uh, I noticed this when I was out to eat Saturday. You can always tell by the conversation at the table if it's like a new couple or it's like an old couple. <laughs> what does an old couple sound like? like well, a, like I've been. A, a, I've been a veteran my, couple. Uh, not an old couple, a veteran couple. All right. Well, I consider myself a veteran couple now. Yeah. We're well, not a new couple, so a veteran couple. 
veteran couple kind of just sits there and like talks shit about people. In in the restaurant? Yeah. Not no, not right. like the people around, it's people we know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what the fuck are you talking about? I didn't say you. Well, I'm somebody you know. I don't know. It feels like I've been your You may have came up. You may have came up. <laughs> oh, good shit, though. I don't know what man. Whereas, like, a new couple will be discussing, sick, like, their favorite sick, movies or some stupid shit crazy. like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the worst when they're, like, trying to, like, have interest and shit. I mean, Just get, give it up, man. You guys are two different people. Getting to know each other. Yeah, that's the worst. Yeah. yeah. Just get drunk and see what see where the night goes. Kids. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Make, make some mistakes. Yeah. Ouch, ouch, you're on my hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Yeah, no, I uh I'm with that. I never go out for Valentine's Day. I don't I just don't like dealing with it. Uh especially when it's on a a weekend, forget about it. Oh, Friday, yeah, no. We're I'm actually fu- going to cook on Saturday night. Oh, what are you making? I think I'm going to do full. I don't have it yet, but I think I'm going to do fillets. Nice. A little shrimp. On the, on the grill? Yeah, oh, yeah. All right. Nice. A little grill action. Very nice. There you go. Um, All right. You put on, uh, you do anything different Valentine's Day. You put like, do, you, do you put the berry white on? Do you put a little uh, Sinatra, Sinatra on? I don't know. Like what, uh, any, anything at all to be... Uh, a little romantic. maybe some can maybe some candles whatever's Ooh. in the house. Ooh, all right. That's you it. do a little. And I'll get a little tip for you. I don't know if uh, I, I I don't want to say fiance. I don't know if your girlfriend likes this. <laughs> uh, when when is a big day? Uh, but you know, if you, it's very easy to do and it's very impressive. Is uh, you dip a little strawberry in the chocolate? I did you get know? her Sherry's berries a few years. No, you years gotta ago. Make, yeah, you got to make it yourself though. It's easy. Ah, I mean, I told him Joe B sent me and. <laughs> got that got that discount <laughs> is there any worse possible valentine's gift than the hoodie footy pajamas no nah, i didn't go that far <laughs> it's gotta be the worst if you're gonna go the wfan route that's gotta be the worst fucking gift oh yeah they do i don't think i haven't heard it yet i haven't really been listening this past week but yeah they always hyped up that one that's atrocious a lot of divorces happen after that I'm yeah sure. and just a little advice to the guys out there um, don't well, I mean if you have a woman that if she, she insists on you going out on Valentine's Day you fucked up first of all you fu- <laughs> if, she, if she takes Valentine's Day that seriously you fucked up uh, you gotta these are things you gotta discuss before you you know get serious it's like picking holidays where you're gonna you know what you gotta holidays. do is you gotta you gotta dump her on Valentine's Day and that way at least you make up for her next boyfriend she's never wanna celebrate Valentine's Day again yeah, yeah, you're a regular you're romantic. A, you're, do, you're doing a favor for the next guy. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, you know what the advantage is, especially if there's a lot of guys who don't really cook, make a point, you know, to cook. And no excuses nowadays, guys. Even if you're not the best cook, I'm not saying I'm a good cook, but I do what I can. I, I enjoy it. But even if you're not the best cook, you know, cook in the kitchen, you got YouTube, you have the internet at your disposal now, man. Figure something out. Okay. Yeah. Rachel Ray, Giada, yeah. uh, whatever. Gordon Ramsay, em- my personal Emerald. favorite. You're a big Gordon Ramsay guy? I didn't know <laughs> yeah. that. All right. I don't know. He's he's all over you too. I've 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 taken some tips from Gordon. Really? All right. Yeah, oh, all right. yeah. I go uh I stick with the Italians, man. I go Lydia Bastinaccio. She's my favorite. Yeah. She's the best. I always go to her. One year, I think the I think the biggest I usually cook on Valentine's Day. 
Um, yeah, it's the first. It's a it's the first year I think we're going out. Maybe since we got engaged, we got engaged. We neither of us are big Valentine's Day people. Uh, never big on the holiday, but we did get engaged on Valentine's Day because I knew we'd be surprised. Like you would never expect me to do something like that on Valentine's Day. Yeah. So um, we did go out after that. That might, that might have been the last time we actually went out to dinner. But the worst was one year we were we were married. It's like all right, I'm gonna make you tiramisu. That's your favorite dessert. Mm-hmm. But you need like a mixer. To make tiramisu, I've never it, tried that. It's don't. It's, it, yeah, it, it seems it, difficult. It, it came out. It came out really good. But you need a mixer. You need to like whip the eggs up really good. It's egg whites. You got to whip the egg whites up real good. Mm-hmm. But I don't have a mixer, so I got to do all that shit by hand. It's a fucking whole cake. I got to how many fucking eggs I had to whip up, man? It was uh, it was an ordeal. But it came out really good. I will say. You ever I have bananas foster? That's like where you light it on fire. Yeah. What's how? What's in the pan with the bananas? Like, oh, man, they... I don't know. I, I had it once in New Orleans. All right. Uh, all right. And the last time I went to New Orleans was for a bachelor party, obviously. And you can't, it's not, you can't order that with a group of guys. That's like a thing you order with your date. Like the host <laughs> comes out. The host comes out and makes it right in front of you. You know what I mean? It's, it's very, like, intimate, I feel like. And I was like, I, I'm not, I can't order this with a group of guys. Um, definitely. I hope wherever we go to dinner, when we go to your bachelor party, I hope they have it. I'm gonna order it just for you. I'm gonna say that guy. I don't know. Requested it. I, I went to. I got requested it. Yeah. He's embarrassed to order it. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna send it right over to you. <laughs> I went to the restaurant uh, for at this place for dessert. I didn't eat dinner there, but I went there for dessert in New Orleans. It was the place where it was invented. At least that's what they said. Brennan's is the name of the place. Wow. Yeah. I guess it was invented down there. I I had never even heard of it until I went there. What what does it go on top of the bananas? So you light them. I don't know, man. I don't. It's a a fucking. The guy comes out with like a flamethrower, man. Is there a cake involved with this at all? Is there any kind of pastry, or is it just bananas and some caramel? Maybe you got to make sure you don't burn some. I I don't know. But when you eat it, though, is there? I didn't plan on bringing up bananas, Foster. I just kind of popped in my head. I would have done my research. But you fucking ate it though. You ate yeah, the once thing. I was hammered. <laughs> uh, and I'm sure it's a spectacle, time... man. It's it's definitely a uh, it's very uh, ceremonial. It's like lighting the Olympic torch, the Olympics. All right, Foster. <laughs> Jesus. All right, and all right. So this is what I was trying to lead to. Eventually, was uh. So the one the one thing I always do on Valentine's Day is I always check TCM because it always has Casablanca on. Or usually, mm-hmm. not not always, it usually has it on. So I remember sometimes being disappointed by it. But Casablanca is like one of the all-time great movies, phenomenal movie. I couldn't think of like any other romantic movies that I really like. Mm-hmm. But I mentioned to you before, or actually you heard it on the show this morning, and you made a list. I did. So let's just go. I got. I got to hear. And will will you watch one of these movies this weekend, or you make a point to sit on there with your uh, future wife and, and watch one of these with, uh, I don't know, yeah, a, a nice bottle and uh, candles and and the one hitter, the one hitter. It makes it very romantic. Well, I don't know. Valentine's Day may have started a little early because before I came on the air, we were watching. Greece. I don't want to know. I don't want. <laughs> oh Jesus! All right, all right. I was watching Grease, which I didn't was not on my list, but that's a kind of a romantic uh, movie, romantic mm-hmm. musical. Mm-hmm. Um, well, first off, honorable mention. I know this isn't going to be on many people's list, but if you want to talk about real romantic movie, and the only movie that may be even more romantic is the sequel, is Rocky One and Two. Because uh, two's amazing. Yeah, two's Rocky, great. I mean, if you really sit down and think about it, 
Rocky is a love story disguised as a sports movie. Yeah, and two even more. Two, Adrian Pace is a oh, key part in it. Yeah, that's good. All right. Okay. So, yeah, make your, make your wife or girlfriend watch that, man. And if she doesn't get goosebumps for Rocky, then you cut her loose, man. <laughs> that's the, that's the, that's the, yeah, that's the uh, Aunt, Aunt Carbone test. That's like, yeah. the, like the crazy Mario. The crazy Mario. Test. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. A couple other movies. I'm going to go, I'm going to go actually in, I'll go 80s. I got a few 80s movies here. Okay. Okay. What do you think about Ghost. I never saw a Ghost. You never saw a Ghost? Nah, I've heard. I know the song. It's uh, Unchained Melody, The Righteous Brothers. I know it's uh, Demi and uh, Patrick Swayze. I know the scene. Little pottery. Yeah, eh, it's all right. Whatever. It's a weird concept. Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, yeah it's Whoopi's. a little sci-fi action. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested. I have no, I have no interest in that. Okay, this one, this one, I, I was, uh, this one, I had to do some research for, but I, I've seen this movie a bunch of times and. It wasn't. It didn't initially pop into my head. But you ever see Cocktail? Oh yeah, Cocktail's a phenomenal movie. Cocktail <laughs> is a tremendous. Listen, yeah. if you if you want to sit down and watch a movie this weekend, Valentine's Day, Friday or Saturday night, pop Cocktail in. That's a nice Bar? hour forty minute watch. Right Bar there. is open. Yeah, Flanagan. No. <laughs> That's and uh, a little. Not. I don't think this is as good of a love story. Another cruise movie, Top Gun. It has the right. top yeah. gun is basically one scene, you know. It's the uh, volleyball into the when he's banging her in the dark yeah, or whatever. Yeah, he guys shows up late to dinner and that still ends up getting it in. It's crazy. Yeah, I don't even think they eat. N- never happened. Well, well, he, he might. He might have. <laughs> <laughs> back to back to cocktail because it's I didn't really I did not see that coming. But with cocktail, it's uh, we might have to do a whole podcast on cocktail. <laughs> we should underrated movie, but that's like that's like the height of Cruz's career, which is Cruz against like a big. Like, he wasn't even, this one wasn't a big actor, but an older actor. It was always Cruz with the older guy. And Cocktail was, uh, was one of them. And, uh, and, I'm, a huge, and uh, I'm a huge Elizabeth Shue fan. Uh, Elizabeth, yeah, Tremendous. Elizabeth Shue was, was, um, yeah, she was top five in her, in her heyday. Yeah. Top three in her heyday, probably. She, was, she is phenomenal. She had a run. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's all about it's, it's class warfare is what it is. I mean, it's, it's, the bar, it's the lowly bartender trying to get in. It's Romeo and Juliet, man. The yeah. and the Capulets, only it's, uh, it's the guy slinging gin, and it's, I don't know, the Upper East Side uh, douchebags yeah. holding back their daughter. Tries, yeah. to, tries, to, tries to buy him off. He does try and buy him off. Yeah, he does. He gets, gets a little physical there at the end. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, all right. Uh, I have one got? more in the 80s. This isn't really so much of a love movie, uh, a romantic <laughs> movie, but have you ever seen Nine and a Half Weeks? Yeah, once it's it's it's, uh, it's more of a psychological thriller than it is a romantic comedy. <laughs> Listen, if, a... this is one you got to watch with like your wife of like ten years or something. You can't really show like a first date. This one, this is just Mickey Rourke like basically torturing Kim Basinger for two hours, and uh, there's some nice scenes in this. There's some like one with like whipped cream and strawberries or something. But you're talking like peak Kim Basinger, okay, yeah. guys? Choose. So yeah. any excuse to get this movie on, check it out. Yes, yeah. It's Kim very. Basinger don't is... make it to the end though, because it's, it's he's the guy's. He's not a very nice guy though. You gotta get your wife into bed right. like halfway through the movie. <laughs> wow, what a great romantic movie! Nine and a half weeks. <laughs> Jeez, yeah. what's next? Indecent proposal. 
No, almost made the list. I did see that, though. Fatal Attraction? <laughs> All right. Single white female? Like, what sucks, man? Jesus. I mean, this is getting dark quick. All right. Well, it's going to get darker. Uh, all right. I heard this. I'll get into it. I got, I had a bunch of nineties ones. Uh, that was like what, where most of my list was made up of. Okay. You mentioned this one on the show, Titanic to me, Titanic is like the peak of like romantic movies. And I don't think it's as bad as I remember it. I think it was better than I remember. Titanic is a pretty, I feel like Titanic is a kind of pretty easy watch. For a three-hour movie or whatever it is, two and a half, three hours. It's very light, yeah, yeah. Billy Zane, Billy Zane's a good bad guy. Billy Zane's a great bad guy, man. He's yeah. fucking shooting at him through the. He's trying to literally kill them, man. Yeah, he's yeah, <laughs> spurned lover. Yeah, he's just sh- as the ships as the ships going down, right? Yeah, he chases them like underwater. He's a psychopath. Psych- psycho, yeah. Uh, yeah. So Billy Zane, who else? I mean, obviously. And, you know, people who complain about, like, oh, the love story, man, it's like without the love story, it's a fucking horror flick. So you need, you need a little something, man. Oh, I like that angle, though. I wouldn't mind the Titanic from that angle. No, then it's just not <laughs> – it's a different movie if yeah, we go that I, angle. Yeah. I, think I, I think I would like that. I mentioned a while ago on, on, my, on my other show, I mentioned that uh, Pretty Woman would be great if, uh, if she was, like, a real whore and – she ended up going with the Costanza character and uh, just just really being dark, going down that route. Yeah, uh, I never saw Pretty Woman. Oh, I've yeah, seen like, I've seen like bits and pieces, but not there should to... there should be like a more true to life Pretty Woman, like a real prostitute. Well, there is. It's next on did. my list, actually. Leaving oh. Las Vegas. Oh, perfect. Yes, that's wow. That that's <laughs> the hell of a segue right there. <laughs> yeah. This well, one, you just, I just wanted to get Nick Cage in there, you know? Uh, it's a tough watch. Tough movie to watch. Man. It is. It is. He just shrinks himself to death for the entire movie. It is, but they, they had each other, man. She was a whore that was, you know, fucked up and down the Las Vegas Strip, and he was an alcoholic that just wanted to kill himself with booze, and, you know, they were there for each other, and she helped him, and he helped who, her. Who, who was the hooker in that? I forget. Elizabeth Shue. Oh, it was? All yeah. Right. I thought, all right. Okay. She's all over this list. And another Nick Cage movie, Con Air. That's on that's on this list? Yeah, I mean it's not much of a romantic movie. It's it's romantic at the beginning and romantic at the end. You got the Leanne Rhyme song. You know that, you know the song what, I'm talking about? Uh is it uh How Do I Live Without yes, You? That yes. One? <laughs> so that song basically puts it and the whole movie is him trying to get back to his daughter, man, and give her the uh her bunny rabbit. Well that's not romance. And he's got daughter. Yeah, but it was get back to his wife, too. Oh, okay. <laughs> it wasn't just his daughter. Okay, all right. All right, a right. few, other, few other movies. Uh, Leaving leave Las Vegas ends with that. Uh, I guess I could get the movie's 30 years old. It's been 25 years, yeah. yeah. Ends with he, he nuts and, and dies. I don't know if he nuts. He might just die. Inside of her, though. Oh, do they? Uh, I think she's, like, riding him when he dies. Yeah, that's a half, man. Nick Cage, hell of a way to go. Did he do any drugs in that movie or just drink? I don't know. I know he drank a lot, though. It was constantly. He should have just quit drinking. That would have killed him faster than drinking himself to death. Yeah, but. The withdrawals. Not as fun. I don't think it was that. Yeah. I like the the way he did it better. (laughs) If I had to choose. What do you got next? (laughs) All right, it's a little bit of a lighter one. Right. Um, this isn't Thank one. You're, this isn't one you're going to sit down and watch. 
by yourself, but your wife or girlfriend probably like this. Beauty and the Beast. Are you a Beauty and the Beast fan? Um, I'm talking about the cartoon. I didn't see the the new one. I, um, yeah, I get only because my daughter likes it. Yeah, that's a that's uh, yeah. a legit uh, flick. Lion King is probably number one in terms of Disney flicks, but Beauty and the Beast is up there too. That's a good uh, that's a good love story. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, it, this one, this movie, that. I feel like universally loved. Wedding Singer. Oh, that's a great one. That might be the best one you did. Yeah. That might be the best romantic movie that you did. Yes. Wedding Singer is a great movie. Sandler, you know, he's when he was on his run in the 90s with Happy Gilmore, and he mixes in a little rom-com. Yeah, Sandler, Drew you know, Barrymore. First, yep, first collaboration with Drew Barrymore. Abs- yeah, just uh, Christine Applegate. Or not Christine Applegate. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, ben Stiller's wife. I can't. It's, uh, Marsha Brady. Shit. Fuck. Christine Taylor. Thank you, yeah. We yeah, were right. From, All the from, from Hey Dude, yeah. From Hey Dude fame. <laughs> yes. Uh, actually, yeah, there's the pair of Ben Stiller in divorce now, I think. Really? Yeah, I believe so. I mean, way out of Ben Stiller's league. Oh, yeah, way out. Uh, all right, here's another one. I know you know this movie. Can't Hardly Wait. Oh, uh, yes. Of course you know that movie. <laughs> of course you know that movie. Yes. Because uh, it, it's only because of one character who has a six-second appearance in it. <laughs> it's uh, the legendary Jerry O'Connell showing up as the one and only Trip McNeely. Yeah. Number one movie quarterback of all time. Trip McNeely. <laughs> <laughs> he just sits down with a sixer, like a like half missing or whatever. It's <laughs> burping. Yeah. Don't wear flip-flops. <laughs> he is wearing Great, flip-flops. What? No, he said don't wear flip-flops. He's like, he, his advice to the kids is like, uh, don't wear flip-flops in the shower. Oh, I thought he was wearing <laughs> flip-flops in the scene. He might have been. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember his full wear. <laughs> Watch that scene a thousand times. Well, uh, yeah, it's, that scene is just about. It's like you know how when you knew when um, Wild Things was on, you knew when the threesome scene happened. Of course, and it was like maybe thirty to forty minutes into the movie. Yeah, uh, that scene, the Jerry O'Connell scene, and it can't hardly wait is with about twenty minutes, maybe twenty five minutes left in the movie. So if you're flipping through the channels and you're looking, and it's over in you know half hour, throw it on. You're going to catch Jerry O'Connell. Yeah, and. Contrarily, if you're just if you're looking and Wild Things is on and it's just started, just thirty minutes in, man, you're gonna see Denise Richards. Is yeah. Wild Things is Wild Things the next one on your list? No, I almost, <laughs> I wanted to. I wanted to put Wild <laughs> Things on there. This one's a little bit a little bit darker. These next two, okay, True Romance. That's a perfect one. Yeah, that was actually one of the ones I was looking at afterwards. Yeah, yeah. True Romance is great. Yeah, it great. is. You got to make sure that your uh, you know your lady has a little bit of a. I don't want to say dark side, but you know she's got she's gonna see some shit. In a little this edge, movie. To, a little a little edge to her. You know yeah. what I mean, a young Gandolfini with in one yes. of the most brutal all time awesome scenes. Yeah, he's a, this, he shows his chops, man. Yeah, it's awesome. Yep. All right, how about Edward Scissorhands? <laughs> it's been a long time. I don't know. I can't. I can't speak for it. Yeah, me neither. Scissorhands. We'll skip. <laughs> we'll skip over that one because I haven't seen that in a while either. Yeah, I know you know this movie, Tin Cup. Wow, yes. Another another if, love story disguised as a sports movie. If 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 not for the whole first of all, Rene Russo just shakes something loose inside uh Costner. <laughs> yeah. Um and that's what gets him going uh in, in the open. But also for the Cheech Marin storyline, who gets Cheech, with, right. Who who gets with uh Kevin Costner's ex uh towards the end there. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, I just remember the, the final scene. 
where he Never, keeps hitting the ball. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. And she's cheering him on. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So remember, there's like a Spanish girl. Um, <sighs> kind of. That, that comes like when, every, when, when all of his friends come up. Eva Mendez? No, no, she's like, she's like 50. Oh, I took a <laughs> shot. I, don't, I haven't seen the movie in a while. <laughs> the older Spanish girl. And uh, no, and so, and then Cheech ends up getting with her. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, I don't remember that. Uh, I think, what, she, I think, what's I think Don she's like Johnson's, a dancer. Don Johnson's character. You know his name? Um, fuck. I know Cost. You know Costner's right? Uh, Tin Cup. That's his cup. Hey, Cup. No. <laughs> yeah, it's his nickname. It's Tin Cup. Oh, is that his nickname? Yeah. Oh, because it takes something to do with the cup that he wore in baseball or something. He got hit. In the, he got hit in the balls with the cup, and this is sound right. Tin Cup. Yeah, it is. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I've seen the movie right. a million times. All right. Uh, yeah, I don't remember his name though. Roy, Roy McVoy. Oh, yeah, Roy McAvoy. Roy McAvoy. I don't remember Roy Johnson's character. <laughs> Roy McAvoy. <laughs> Roy McAvoy. And Don Johnson. Oh, shit. I don't remember. Yeah, I can't. I mean, I can't. I, I know that um, as Brad Faxon's in it and uh, like Lee Jansen is in it. All those, all those weird, all those mm-hmm. obscure 90s, like top yeah. 15 golfers. All right. Tin Cup's a good one. That's, all right. That's Tin Cup's a good one, yeah. Ten Cup True Romance are uh, a couple of my favorites on there. And Wedding Singer. And, and, and wedding, wedding Singer. That was wedding my peak, singer, Wedding yeah. Singer. All right, these next well, – These one's three, more those a, three. This one's more of a comedy than it is romantic, but something about Mary. Oh, yeah. Good call. More of a more of a comedy than it is, you know, romantic. But, you know, there's a love story mixed in there. And, and then – What about uh, Brett Favre? <laughs> yeah. Sports, sports movie. Yeah, that's it. It was a sports movie. It was just basically fandom mm-hmm. sports. That was it. She's a lot not, of she's a Niners fan, man. A lot of creeps in that movie. Chris a Elliott. A lot of creeps. Chris, yeah, Chris Elliott. Uh, Matt Dillon. Like, yeah. a lot. Everybody's a creep. At, Jeffrey you know, Tambor. Now, he wasn't a creep, but he was a cop. Wasn't he a Tambor, cop? Tambor's in that movie? Yeah, he's the guy who's, like, doing the work for Dillon. Remember, remember oh, he's on the shit. phone with him, and, the, and they're reading off the script? Oh, man. I don't remember Tambor in that movie at all. I remember like the I remember the the grandmother and the the grandmother's boyfriend and the dog and all that shit. But I don't remember. Yeah, Tambor. Tambor's like a detective or something. Oh man, that's great. Uh, and then this is my last '90s one. Okay, Armageddon. All right, all time love one. song. Yeah, for sure. Aerosmith. Yes. Yep. And let let me just say this: it was tough to watch Harry Stamper go in that movie. Yeah, but uh, especially when Ben Affleck was an, was an option, right? But if you're gonna save the world, you know, there's only who are you gonna trust? It's a good point. Harry, yeah, good point. his name. Remember, remember what Ben Affleck's name was in that movie? No, I AJ. Don't. Oh yeah, of course. You, you gotta trust <laughs> Harry Stamper over an AJ. To save over the anybody world. with the, any with a nickname, JC, TJ, PJ, any of those guys. I don't want a PJ yeah. saving the world. If uh, if the, if they came out tomorrow, did you hear there's an asteroid going to pass pass the Earth uh, on Saturday morning? Like, <sighs> is it? Uh, yeah, Matt, I mean, it was like people posted like clickbait, uh, and it was like an asteroid that could do damage to the Earth is going to pass the Earth, but it it only do damage to the Earth if it hits it. It's mile, it's millions and millions of miles away. Um, but if you told me like we'll be fine, we're sending up uh, PJ something. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, we're all. His fun. name was AJ Frost. Of course, yeah, of Terrible. course, it was AJ Frost. Yeah, Jesus. 
AJ Frost sounds like a backup catcher on a double eighteen. Yeah, he sounds like the backup for like the Bengals or something. Uh, yeah, All right, uh, backup kicker. So I just have a few more from the two thousand. Let's run through these quick. Okay, uh, yeah. How to lose? Him, how to lose a guy in ten days? McConaughey. I never saw it. Oh, I never saw that. Kate Hudson, nope. the MVP of the 2009 World Series champions. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Yep. Uh, wedding Crashers. Oh, good one. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. And this one's more depressing, but I caught it on yesterday, so it made me think of it. Remember Sideways? Yeah, I don't remember Sideways that it's well. It's not very yeah, romantic. Course, yeah. It's very dep- – I love that movie. It's very uh, – dep- I love Giamatti and the, the dude – what's his name? Thomas Hayden Church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's great in that. Okay. Uh, you ever uh, see? Have you ever seen Crazy Stupid Love? It's a Corel no. movie. No, I haven't. It's, that's a that's like your classic like chick flick. Um, but I saw that. It's like Corel Ryan Gosling. It's not bad if you got to sit through it with your with your lady. And then this one I actually watched last week. This is very recent. Have you seen Long Shot with Seth Rogen? No, it's not bad. It's a romantic comedy, but it's like Seth Rogen type humor, so it's kind of funny. Okay. It's not a great movie. It's not something I would be like, you got to see this, but it's not the worst thing you're going to watch. Okay. And also, I wrote down this as an honorable mention, even though I didn't want to put it on my list. Star is born. The only reason okay. I don't want to put that on my list is because the guy hangs himself at the end. Yes. Yeah, so it's not either. very, it's not really how you want to cap off your Valentine's Day, especially if you're, getting, a- especially if you're getting drunk on the couch. <laughs> like, oh, unless geez, this guy really let his life spiral out of control. Unless you're into oil erotic asphyxiation, I guess. Well, that's different. That's if he thing. was doing that, I would have applauded him. <laughs> oh, man. So this is what I actually were going to watch one of these movies, uh, a movie this weekend. So this is what you're choosing from? <laughs> Who knows? We'll see. <laughs> and the best thing is, guys, tomorrow, which is Valentine's Day, it's a light night for hoops because you got NBA on a break, and it, Friday night's always a light night for college hoops. So, you know, you don't even think about putting sports on tomorrow. Let them pick. You're going to have to, yeah. yeah You're going to have to. do it, you know? Mm-hmm. do it. Give up control. Oh, Jesus. Let's see, yeah. Of that list. Wedding Singer still number one? I think for a romant- for romantic movie, yes. Yeah, that scene, Love- the, the song at the end seals the deal. Oh, yeah. Even no, let you hold the-, the remote control, man. Just makes there you go. It's, it's it, especially for tomorrow, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, let's not get crazy, but, you know. It's a nice thought. It's a nice gesture. I'll I'll change the channel for you. Yeah. <laughs> Just tell me what you want to put on. Yeah. No. 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 Uh, no. No. Over here. Oh uh, wait. And who's uh? Oh shit. Who's the rocker that's in that? That's Billy in that Idol. Scene. Oh yeah, Billy Idol. Yeah, of course. Thank yeah. You. Uh, yeah. Phenomenal. I think yeah. I think Wedding Singer. I think that's the winner. If you're not gonna go Casablanca, I think you got to go Wedding Singer. Um, I see. I haven't seen Casablanca. It's funny, man. I'm not gonna sit here and like sell it to you, but uh, it's a long it one, right? Nah, it's no? pretty standard. No, it's pretty standard time. Like it, the only one yeah, of those no, old movies I've seen is Citizen Kane, and that's obviously not a romantic. That's that's a long one. That is a long. one. I've only watched it once. I like. There's it. actually it's a se- not a it's not a it's actually, rewatchable. <laughs> there's actually a scene in Citizen Kane where there's a uh, like a bird like starts off the scene like calling as loud as it can like right. it's like the beak of the bird is a close-up and it's just calling loud and they asked um orson welles why he put that in the movie he was like in case the audience is falling asleep or wake <laughs> <him> up. yeah <laughs> yeah like, it's not, it's like that's yeah. not a good it's not a good reason to put something in the movie man 
Yeah, it's not uh, rewatchable. It's something I just it's something you got to watch once just because it's so highly regarded. Yeah, no, it was good. Not my Sizzkin's good, but it's always like number one on people's list of best movie of all time, and it's good, but it's not. To it's me, not it's like the Godfather. Yeah. I yeah, I still think Godfather Godfather two are better, but uh, yeah. that one day maybe I will. Uh, I'm born to shit people talk about old movies, but. I can talk about a couple of those old stuff, like a couple of the classics. Yeah, that could be a yeah, that could be a podcast in itself, right there. So, old movies. All right, man. Well, I think we've overstayed our welcome. Is there anything else uh, you want to? No, uh, touch I have on? a couple other things, but we could we could hold off on that. Uh, we can get into that next week. All right. It's not a not a uh, not a big deal. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, and by the way, Barry White, underrated man. I, not underrated, but just a forgotten, a forgotten guy. People don't talk about Barry White anymore, and uh, I feel like we should put him on. Barry not, White. I mean, I'm not, not right now, but he's like one of the best all-time great love singers of all time. Yes, R and B, Marvin Gaye too. He's up there, of course. But uh, Barry White, you just don't hear nothing about him. I remember when I was a kid, Barry White was on the radio. Three, four of his songs are on the radio. The oldie stations, not I never hear him anymore. Yeah, let's look for AM. No, in the, when I was a kid, it was an FM. Yeah, no, I'm saying better bet is finding him on AM. Probably. I'm playing some. I'm playing some fucking Barry White this weekend, man. All That's right, it. it's decided. It's a deal. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Anything you want to say? Uh, just follow us at Sunday Poor Twitter and Instagram. I'm giving out the pics still on Twitter. Uh, I haven't. Like I'll, put a, a, I'll put. I'll put. I got a picture of this beer. I'll send. I put that out tonight. Yeah. Been 500 on the picks this week. I think I may have lost tonight's game. Last I checked, they were down a lot. Uh, but hey, still got half the week left. Uh, there'll be or- more. Oregon's picks. coming, and Oregon's coming back. So they are down two with week, seven yeah. change to go. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, follow us. Picks. The links to the podcast will be up there, and uh, we will see you next week. All right. Peace. Peace. I thought you said you had 14 movies, man. How many did I give? 22. <laughs> well, I cut the Nick Cage ones I grouped in together. Oh, that's all together. All right. Sorry. I didn't realize yeah. that. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Well, see, I gave you 14 at the beginning of the day, and then I got bored late in the afternoon when I stopped working, and I added a couple. All right. Look, I'm going to go over these real quick. Uh, right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a judgment on if, they're, if they count as uh, romantic movies or not. Okay. I'm going to say Grease, yes. I'm going to say Rocky, one and two, yes. Ghost, yes. Cocktail, no. Top no cocktail, not romantic? Not a, it's, no, it doesn't, I, don't think it, I don't think it passed the test. It's a love story. Yeah, there's love story involved. But I mean, love's, uh, yeah, just because there's love involved. I mean, Henry Hill gets married in Goodfellas. There's a wedding. It doesn't mean it's a love story. <laughs> well, there's, no, there's a love story involved, but I don't think that's the, it's more about the friendship between Cruz and the guy. So I'm going to say no. I think the love story is at least, at best, secondary in that movie. Okay. Top Gun, no. Nine and a half weeks, no. I'm Titanic, with you there, yeah. I could tit- Titanic, yes. Leaving Las Vegas, no. I got to say no. Yeah, Con, Air, Con Air, no. Um, what's this, B&B? What's that? B&B, Wedding Singer was the last. Oh, Beauty and the Beast. Yes. Previous, yes. Previous, definitely, yeah. Okay, so let's see. I just want to do a, through 10, I got one, two, three, 
for also half so far. Wedding singer, you guess. Can't hardly wait. No. True okay. romance. True romance. Yes. <laughs> what well, is though? It's all about a couple. It's it is. Things. I mean, it's, the it's, it's, it's in the it's, name. It's, it's, yeah. Uh, Edward Scissorhands. Uh, I don't remember enough about it. I don't think. I want to say neutral. Okay. Tin cup. I'll come back to tin cup. So, uh, Mary, yes. Armageddon. No, the song, man, the song. The song, yeah, the song is good, but it's almost, it's all. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say no. The song, okay. no, it was, it's close. How? Okay, so how to lose a guy in ten days? It's probably it's, it's a rom com, right? No, so it's, a, it's the definition of a rom. It's the first movie I think of when I think of rom coms, like the last twenty years. Wedding Crashers. I'm gonna say yes. That's like a male rom com. Yeah. Whereas How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days is more of a female rom com. Gotcha. And Sideways, you make the call. I don't really remember. No, nah, that's not a romantic movie. That, I okay. just threw that in there because I was watching it yesterday. Long shot is, if I remember the premise of that. Long shot is. It's a rom. It's a rom. It's like a raunchy rom com. Okay. And Stars Born is, I guess. It has to be. Yeah. Okay. So Edward Scissorhands is the only one I have neutral and Tin Cup. Tin Cup is tough, man. I almost don't want to make it a uh, romantic movie because I almost want to keep it a sports movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't knock you if you didn't. I'm gonna say take up no then. Okay. All due respect to Rene Russo. Only the only ones I'm or... gonna give you a hard disagree on is, well, first of all, cocktail. I'm, that's a hard disagree. I don't know, man. It's all. It's more She's about pregnant at the end. You compared it to Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> I didn't say Romeo and Juliet was a romance either. Well, it's a tragedy. It's like <laughs> Romeo and Juliet. They don't kill each other at the end. 